The Steve Warren Project. Sports and whatever. All right, a new podcast week is upon us. Today, the world of sports starting to chime in and do their small part to condemn the Russian invasion of Ukraine. Even the great one has chimed in on this thing. We'll also talk a little bit about the NHL weekend that was, the Hamburglar winning his return home to Ottawa. How about a 17-goal NHL game on Saturday night? And Zidane Chari, your new NHL leader in games played by a defenseman. So that's coming up today here on the SWP. It's Steve and Jimmy once again. Thank you for being with us. We hope you enjoy the show. James still down in Florida enjoying a little sunshine and golf. James, what's going on, man? Yeah. Hey, Stevie boy. How are you, man? Um, I keep extending my leave, Steve. Okay, I so I was supposed to come originally for five days, and then I said, "Okay, f that." No, I'm going to stay till the uh, instead of the Tuesday, I'll I'll move it to the Saturday. Okay, I'll stay a few more days. You know, I came all this way. I got nothing to go home for, Stevie. <laughs> 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 the life of a loser. I'm like, why am I well, go home for what? You know, and so <laughs> I've re-extended it, Stevie, uh, till Thursday. So this wow. is Sunday. So I'm down for a few more nights. Now. Uh, that all sounds like a good idea, Steve. So I'm playing the worst golf of my life. So I, I probably, if I kept score, Steve, in my first couple of games, I would I would be bragging or maybe lying if I said I broke 100. Right. Okay. Um, so uh, I thought, well, how bad can it be? Okay. So it's like I'm hitting, see, I'm whiffing Stevie, shanking. Ravi Shanker is out there all day. I'm smother hooking, which means you got like a 150 shot. But Steve, you hit it sort of over your left foot, about 38 yards out of bounds. Okay. So I was doing a couple of those. I've lost my mind, Stevie, for the game of golf. I've completely lost my mind. I said, well, how bad can it be tomorrow? Well, you probably were 111 or 12, Jimmy. Okay. Unbelievable. The next day. Wow. Unbelievable. So uh, I went, we, we talked about, um, uh, we went, I, you know, I went over and played Michael Jordan's course, Stevie, and uh, half serious, Steve, maybe full serious. I may have ended my relationship with the great one. Oh, no. What's happening? So what happens is there's no cameras allowed. OK, when you come on to this, part, you got to go to through through two security gates. They know who you are. <clears throat> it's very clear. No cameras right in the clubhouse. And. So, you know what that means? Because Michael Jordan was there, and I met him and shook hands with him. So usually the move would be, hey, thanks a lot. Do you mind if I snap a selfie with you, right? Sure, sure. So none of that, none of that. And uh, so I lost my mind, and we're playing. We played two days there. I think it was the second day, and we're between nines. We played eight people, okay, in, in around the golf, eight of us. I don't know if I talked to you about all this or not. I'm you told me about the eight some for sure, but I'm really yeah. anxious to hear how you've alienated the great one. Well, what happened was I, I, I we were between nines, and uh, Michael Jordan was teeing off uh-huh. on number one, and we were waiting to jump on number ten. And I thought, in a brilliant move, Stevie, I would just take a little video of him hitting a golf shot. Oh, okay, which which is okay. Okay, I did it. I did it secretly, and then Stevie somehow, in the biggest mind cramp of my life, mind mind cramp, skull cramp, I put it up on social media. Oh, what? How? Yeah, I don't. I I just had my head around Stevie that, yeah. I guess that means no selfies with him, you know, no grabbing him around the arm and you know yeah. holding his Angie, right? I just lost my mind. I put it up oh. on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook, and I'm back here playing golf. Yesterday or the day before when all this happened, and I look at my phone. It's not. I leave my phone on silent, 
And I look at my phone and there's Gretz has called me seven times in two and a half minutes. Oh, no. Right? And I finally look at it again and there's this phone call. I go, hey, I was going to invite me back. You know, maybe there's a member guest or something. Or, Right? Hey, Gretz. Jimmy, I told you, do not take any pictures. Take that video of Michael Jordan down. Oh, Jim. No. Jim. Stevie. See, I'm, Stevie. I'm uncomfortable. You're my one degree of separation from the great one. How dare it's, you? He said, I'll phone you later. No phone call back. Stevie, I, I, I just I sent this, you know, dripping apology. I lost oh, my mind and I can't no. believe the position. So I think he, I think he may have gotten some sort of trouble. Uh, you know, as, as someone reminded me, go, they got face recognition, Jim. They can figure out who did what. Because yeah. I think I stuffed my face in there. Oh, so no. it was oh, a good no. run, Stevie. It was a good run. <laughs> yeah. It was. It was a good run. I had, it really I got was. Lots out of, yeah. Yeah. I got lots out of it. Uh, <laughs> so <laughs> anyway. Oh, that's unfortunate. Um, that's really unfortunate. Totally unfortunate. Just the biggest mistake I've ever made in a long time. The biggest mistake I made in a long time. Well, it's not like it's, thought, it, you have to do a bunch of things to get it on all the various platforms. You just, uh, it's not like, you know, send, it's not like you accidentally butt dialed somebody or something. Like you have to consciously go to each of the platforms unless uh, you've got, unless you got one of those special deals where. No, I don't. No. no. So you have to go to each of those platforms and, oh, jeez. Yeah. And then how about me trying to get it down? He's like, take that down right now. Right. And hung up. <laughs> I don't Jesus know how to Mary. take it down. Well, I did. I, I sure learned in a hurry. You know, I yeah. sure learned in a hurry. So, geez. Uh, well, I hope it all works out. He has still isn't, you haven't, still haven't contacted him as no. we speak. So, uh, what, you know, I was trying to explain it, right? I just had my head around that you couldn't do it in the clubhouse, you know? And, and, and so if we, let's talk about that, Jim. Okay. Let's talk about that. If you couldn't do it in the clubhouse, Jim, why would we allow you to do it? eight feet on the other side of the door. Right. Okay. Okay. Right. I see that guy out there like 20 yards from the guy. Try and make sense of that again, Jimmy. Tell me. It's obviously no fucking cameras anywhere. You know? It's been a while so, since I did the oath of incompetence for anybody. Maybe uh, <laughs> maybe you should uh, chime in and repeat after me. My name yeah, is Jim. It was just, it's like, oh my God. Oh my God. The biggest mistake I've made, you know, oh, and, and, uh, you know, I even said, should I email the club? And uh, because you're responsible for your guests, you know, and, and never heard. So well, and, and you're already feeling, I'm sure, because I've been in that kind of boat, maybe not at the magnitude of those guys, but, you know, around swishy events and celebrities and stuff. And I, and I kind of feel like a fish out of water. And I'm always cognizant. I want to do the right thing. I want to fit in. I want to seem cool. Um, uh, and, and yeah, that's that's got to suck. It was that's like really got to suck. Yeah, 100% clear. Do not take pictures. Yeah. Right? And so I thought, oh, I'll just take this little video. Now, it, you know, the only, I guess the only saving thing is that it's a video of Michael Jordan hitting a golf shot. Right. Not, you know, not lying down on a massage table in the men's locker room or something. You know, I mean, it was, <laughs> you know what I mean? Nothing embarrassing. Nothing, nothing embarrassing. Nothing right? like that or anything. Yeah. Not that he'd be doing so, anything like that, but uh, anyway. that's too bad. Uh, Gretzky's in the news. Because, yes. uh, well, he, uh, along with the rest of the sports world, I mean, the sports world, let me, let me be honest, the sports world is a small part of this equation. It has nothing to do with anything. It's the toy store. It's all trivial compared to what's right. happening in Ukraine right now as Russia continues their right. invasion. And it's just, I know you're on the golf course and in Florida and, and on vacation. I'm not sure how much of the images you've been seeing, but it's uh, it, it's awful stuff for sure. And the whole world is reacting with, 
um, sanctions. I've seen even Ukraine is, and, and they're inviting others in the world too, they, they're inviting their hackers to basically go after key Russian websites. Like the Kremlin's website, as we speak right now, has been completely shut down along with about six other major sites for the country of Russia. So the whole world is furious right now about what is happening. And certainly, again, the sports side is a small part of it, but they're trying to do their thing as well. As what's the appropriate thing? There's co- competition with Russia happening all over the world. There are Russian players in North America playing in various leagues, and certainly the NHL would be exhibit A for that. And maybe the greatest player ever, potentially, in Alex Ovechkin. Uh, there's a guy that uh, he was forced to endure all these media questions, Jimmy, late last week as this invasion began. I don't know if that's fair or not, that a hockey player who's just over here doing his thing, but he had to expect those types of questions coming from the media, given that he has met so many times with Putin in the past, posing for photos, shaking hands with the guy, and he's just hoping for peace at the end of the day. So let's look at Ovechkin first. So this happens, they jam the microphone in front of him as a Russian playing over in North America. And what is Ovechkin supposed to say? Um, if, he, if he is now saying, oh my God, I am, I am, I am renouncing what this guy's done or denouncing what, what, what Putin is doing, okay? I am out, man. I am out. And I never, ever, ever want to deal with that guy again. I'm pulling down all my stuff with him. He's a, he's, this is terrible. I don't want to characterize myself at, on any level with with Putin. Now, Steve, if you're if you're Ovechkin going, Putin's kind of nuts, Stevie. I'm getting that feeling, yeah. Yeah, so so now if you're Alexander Ovechkin, do you really want to speak out against Putin? Do you really want to be in a high-profile position and stand up and go, okay, th- this guy's a terrible man? Now I'm kind of fearing for my life, Steve, if I do that, Okay. Is that, you know, am I making a mountain out of a molehill? I don't know. I don't know. So the other options is for Ovechkin to say nothing. Okay? I'm not going to comment on this. Well, now that turns into a social media, uh, you know, barrage of, oh, you chicken shit. Why, you know, why aren't you saying anything? Okay, well, then I am going to say, you know, I'm... The, the obvious, Steve, it's not their fault, right? Where, what, what, you know, the Russian hockey player wakes up Medvedev, you know, these other guys are tennis players and stuff that they're getting to, Rublev, and and saying, we want to comment on your, you know, on your your behalf. Um, I don't think they can win, Steve. I don't think they can win by, by I, I, I hope there's no war, you know, and then someone's going to say, well, if you hope there's no war, why don't you tell, you know, why don't you get on the phone with your buddy Putin there? You know, right. uh, so I think it's a very, very difficult position for those people to be in. There's right. no doubt yeah. in my mind. You know? Yeah, I agree with you. I don't see any, even the no comment thing. That was my initial take when I was thinking about it. You know, if I'm a player agent, I'm telling my player who's a Russian, you know, you get that question, I want no comment. But that no comment, you just touched on it. I mean, it's, it's going to bug both sides. No matter yeah. what side you're, no comment. What do you mean no comment? Even Putin will be looking at that and going, hey, 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 you don't have uh, yeah. your president's back. Um, I, I mean, I, it's such a terrible situation because Ovechkin, his wife, is is uh she's got at least one child. They're both back in Russia. You're you're damned if you do and damned if you don't. So I thought he handled it about as well as you could, but again, you're still going to get fallout. The quote was, "Obviously, it's a hard situation. I have lots of friends in Russia and Ukraine, and it's hard to see the war. I hope soon it's going to be over and there's going to be peace in the whole world." Now, from mm-hmm. a team perspective, 
people are saying, okay, Poland and uh, the Czech Republic, they're now refusing to play a Russian team in World Cup soccer qualifying. This is major stuff in the world as far as sports goes. And they're going to basically say, we're not playing them. We're not. We're just not going to take them on. And your pal Wayne Gretzky, or maybe former pal, maybe I should phrase <laughs> it that way. I'm sure it'll all work out. You're just going yep. through a rough patch here. But uh, Wayne Gretzky was on NHL on TNT on the weekend, and he too came down fairly hard on the idea of Russian uh, continued involvement in the International Ice Hockey Federation. If we're going to send hockey players home, we should send everybody home, right? It's not just hockey players. There's a lot of other yep. people here who are making a living. But one of the things, I, I was so glad to see the Polish soccer team step up and say, we're not going to play against them. And I think international hockey should say, we're not going to let yep. them play in the World Junior Hockey Tournament. I think we got to, as Canadians, take that stance since the games, the games are going to be played in Edmonton. You had better support Wayne Gretzky on that take. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, it's, what do you do, right? These, these are innocent people, these Russian players and athletes, okay? They're innocent. They're innocent to this. Um, they are, okay? Whether you, whether you, I don't care what you think about it, they are. This is not Alexander Ovechkin's fault. This is not Medvedev's fault. It's not Rublev's fault. It's not any other Russian athlete's fault. Um so what do you do though? The the everyone can understand that, Steve. But if you're making the call, you're going to look at this and go, okay, what's going to happen here when Ovechkin steps on the ice? I I don't know if they've played in the since I guess they have. But if you iced a team in, and had Russia in a tournament, whatever it was, pre World Juniors preliminary event, whatever soccer game, you're going to look at that and go, absolutely not, man. We're not doing it right now. They suffer for it. The athletes suffer for it. But that pales pales in comparison, Steve, to who's suffering through this thing right now. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It, whatever it is that is going to basically condemn and discourage what Putin is doing here right now, I'm on board with. You know, and Gretzky talked about it, too, that he said he talked to two of his acquaintances in Ukraine. They had to get their families away from everything, drive miles and miles and miles and miles away to get them to, to safety and then drive all the way back and pick up a rifle and uh, basically take up arms against the Russians. It's not Jesus. just it's not just yeah. Ukraine's army here. We're talking about men who are just uh, you know computer programmers and things like that that are picking up what weapons to try and defend their country tonight. So it's uh, it's brutal. It's yeah. uh, it's awful. And I'm all for any level of sanctions that are going to uh, discourage Russia from continuing this onslaught. Uh, we should take a time right. out and get into some sports talk uh, coming up after these words. Jim K. Ford is your Ottawa-certified pre-owned Ford dealer. They remove all the worries with a 12-month, 20,000-kilometer limited warranty coverage, vehicle history report, purchase financing rates from 1.99%, 24-hour roadside assistance, and more. That is peace of mind. So check out JimKFord.com. They're at 1438 Uville Drive in Orleans. A lot of people I talk to end up asking me about what coverages should they have for their house. How much do I need? Why would I want that? I'm Jared Gerard, All Insurance Ontario. Call or text me at 801-2659. Give me a call. Let's have that talk, and we'll make sure that you have the coverages that you want and that you need. All Insurance Ontario, your modern boutique broker. And, of course, the home market in the Ottawa area is, uh, well, it continues to be a, uh, a seller's market. 
And if you're curious to know what your home is worth in a blazing hot market like this, call the Glen Walton Real Estate Team today for a free, no-obligation estimate. You will be shocked to learn what you could get for your home and what similar homes are going for in this market. Call the Glen Walton Real Estate Team today at glenwalton.com. Now, how about the Leafs and Red Wings on Saturday night? I don't know if you saw any of this, James, on the, uh, no, on the highlights, so. but a 17-goal thriller. It was, make the final, Toronto 10, the Red Wings 7. And it was almost the most beautiful thing in the world because after two periods, the Leafs were up 7-2. to two. Mitch Marner had a natural hat trick in the game to that point. And then in the first five minutes of the third period, the Red Wings scored four quick goals. And so all of a sudden, I'm like, oh, boy. <laughs> in I'm five at, minutes. <laughs> yeah. So I'm thinking, not, we always talk about that collapse they had against Boston in the 2013 first round of the playoffs when they've got a 4-1 lead in game seven and they somehow frittered it away. Um, they almost blew a 7-2 to lead here, and that would have been absolutely classic. As it was, they hang on for a 10-7 to victory. And I know that's not the record. The record is held by your Oilers, probably, a you know, he might have been at the game. And back in 1985, right. it was Edmonton 12, Chicago 9. That is the NHL record with 21 goals scored. But in my book, James, a 17-goal game in 2022 with the way the game is played now, that's a bigger shocker to yeah. me than a 21-goal affair back in the mid-'80s. Yeah, it's good, though. It's good. You know, offense, man. It's all about the offense. You know, there's always going to be, you know, half the people are going to be pissed, Stevie, at a loss. Okay. They're going to be pissed at a loss. Yep. Very seldom do you get, you know, even if you get a good score, you know, 4-3, you know, 4-3 in overtime or something. So even even in regulation, 4-3 right. game, you know. People are like, they'll, they'll come away, oh, I'll tell you what, they got to get rid of the fucking goalie. You know? <laughs> well, they, they stopped 48 shots, you know. Yeah, but yeah, I'll tell you, he's no good, right? We got to, what are we going to do about we keep losing, you know? So then when you see, when you see Detroit <laughs> score the four fast ones, right? I'm going, here we go. You know, that's, uh, that's hockey, baby. You you know, and I read. I just read the article you sent me, and uh, the guy writing the piece wrote, "Here we go again with the Leafs losing, slipping away another lead, you know, or something." But anyway, I thought it was cool. I wish I would have seen the game. I'd, I'd watch that if it was recorded somewhere. That'd be great. Yeah. I'd watch that five minutes anyway. That's for sure. Well, yeah, I think uh, we all want more goals than less, quite obviously. But uh, seventeen goals, maybe more than anybody needs. The Sens, by the way, did have a five-one. Uh, come back on the Leafs last year. They were down 5-1 in the third period, and they came back to win 6-5 in overtime. So you can imagine how glorious I thought that was. That was uh, fairly solid. Anyway, sure. speaking of the Sens, they lost to the sad sack Montreal Canadiens, who have actually now won five in a row. They've uh, they've come on quite strong. Under, under Louis. Marty, yeah, uh, under Marty St. Louis. And the Hamburglar returned to Ottawa for the night, and they came away with a 2-1 victory over the Ottawa Senators, so Andrew Hammond had to be loving that. Both sense. Yeah. Both sense. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, that was an interesting game for sure. Uh, Colin White back in the lineup. Uh, Colin White, of course, uh, has been out all season long with a shoulder injury. He's missed the whole season. But, uh, I don't know, two, three weeks ago, and it looked like he was coming back in the lineup. They asked him what exactly was uh, the biggest uh, you know, what sucked most when you're cut recovering in the early days. Uh, he actually said right. something along the lines of, I couldn't even wipe my butt. Uh, that was his big, oh, no. the old shoulder. Anyway, he scores, uh, he scored the only goal for the Sens in the game. So uh, it was good to see him back in the lineup. Uh, we'll see where he stands. They're talking about, there's a chance at least 
that he might be a buyout candidate in the offseason. But uh, if he has more games like that, maybe they change their minds. Another former senator in the news, and that uh, Zdeno Chara, we talked about this in our last episode. Uh, he has uh, now got the games played record by a defenseman, breaking Chris Chelios's mark. Would have been nice to see Chris Chelios there, but I guess he could not make it because of work commitments. But uh, in the game itself, I was thinking to myself, he's 44 years old. He's obviously well into the twilight of his career, but I think the guy could play and literally play until he's 60 if he just wants to be strictly an enforcer. Like his skills could all erode, but if he wants to hang around as an enforcer, he probably can because a guy by the name of Jeffrey Veal decided, uh, yeah, that's uh, going to go ahead and fight Char in that game. And it was, well, a man against a boy, effectively. Physically, it was a total mismatch. Here's the problem with setting that record, okay, is it's against, you, you beat Chris Chelios. So now Chris Chelios, he couldn't be there for it, but he's 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 promised, guaranteed he's going to be back at the UBS Center, whatever it's called, in the, in the aisle, okay? Mm-hmm. Chris Chelios is going to come out, okay, and he's going to murder uh, Chara on the ice. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> it won't be in a fight. It'll it's, be maybe, I don't know, it takes a skate off or something. And- yeah, slice his throat, you know? <laughs> Stevie, now listen, I've got to go. Listen, I've got to go, but I'm going to put on a surprise guest for you, okay? Because I can't hear at the same time as him. All right? Okay. So I'm not even going to tell you who it is. All right. So, So we're going to bring him on, okay? All right. Mystery guest coming up after these words. With dozens of huge insurance companies fighting for your business, rates are incredibly competitive. That means you're better off selecting on fit rather than premiums, since they're all pretty close. Are you a client with a boat and a cottage or rentals and investments? Let's work together to find the right fit for you. Text 8606008, All Insurance Ontario, your modern boutique broker. Reignite your love for driving with a new Ford from Jim K. Ford. Take a test drive today and see all of the latest innovations available for new Ford vehicles. And for your comfort, if you're in the market for a new or pre-owned vehicle, Jim K. Ford will be happy to bring a vehicle to your home or place of work for a demonstration and test drive. Jim K. Ford in Orleans or jimkford.com. Oh, uh, you know, it's a beautiful, beautiful place. I'm living in down here in witness protection. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it is Raul, the long-lost Raul, who we have not talked to in so, so many... Well, we probably had you on in the early days of the podcast, but it's been a, a long, long while. How are things with you? Esteban, I have been very beautiful. I'm working on being more beautiful every day. Uh, and witness protection has been very easy for me because people don't know me. You know, It's not bad <laughs> at all. I'm doing very good. I am playing down uh, here in, in uh, some place in the Jordan of America. And the jungle man, he comes to play golfing. He's not much of a golfer. Oh, my God. This guy, muerto de mierda. You know what that means in Spanish? He's a piece of shit. <laughs> uh, but he's a beautiful man. But his golfing swing, he's, uh, I don't know. It, uh, maybe it's, uh, maybe curling is a better thing for him. I don't know. I don't know. Nah, maybe. maybe. I'm, I'm thinking about why are you in the witness protection program? What have you been up to since we last spoke? But I can't tell you about the witness protection program because it's uh, I'm being protected. <laughs> I mean, I don't know how how to say it more slowly. Maybe because I'm not, not speaking English very well. But uh, but you know, I've been very busy. I, I mean, you know, as you know, I'm an international man of mystery. Uh, you know, I do many cameo appearances in many films and uh, movies, uh, different uh, makeup, so they don't know who I am. 
you know, like I double up for James Bond, that kind of stuff, you know? Sure, yeah, I can see uh, that. But, you know, I, I I have to do some work once in a while, you know, and sometimes you do things for certain governments and they ask you to keep your mouth shut and they promise you maybe a couple of extra rubles here, a couple of extra shekels there. <laughs> and then, you know, you come down, uh, the, the, you play some golfing, and you get some tens on the beach. Nobody knows who you are. It's beautiful. Now, I understand you, like Jimmy, got to do some golfing with the great one, Wayne Gretzky, kind of in your foursome, at least in, in the circle. I'm not sure you golf directly with him. Have you had a chance to chat with Gretzky on the trip? Well, truth be known, um, uh, Junker's a bit of a liar. He, <laughs> he can't help it. It's something he does very naturally. As a matter of fact, he would be a very good poker player if you could count past five. Uh, but uh, I did not go to, to this place. Um, I was... Uh, uh, they did not, uh, I did not pass the security check. Oh, I see. So I couldn't go. I couldn't go. But my friends went. A couple of my friends over here went. They had a beautiful time. They had very, very, very rich people. You know, they got all kinds of monies and planes and cars and motorcycles and big boats and big cocks and, you know, all these big things like this. <laughs> so they went and they had a very nice time. I mean, they, of course, the great one is the great one. Let's face it. Come on. The guy should have been playing for the big blue team all around, but uh, he did not do that. But uh, listen, he's the greatest and the greatest. I mean, I mean, he, he, I think, thinks that maybe Mr. Orr or Mr. Howe perhaps uh, were more great than he because he's a very humble human being. Yes. Uh, but I don't think there's any doubt in anybody's mind in the record books uh, and as a person. He's, uh, he's quite possibly the greatest that ever, ever lived in this beautiful, great game of hockey. <laughs> You had um, some. You've always had some good things to say about the old blue team, the Toronto Maple Leafs, and uh, well, you know, they look like a club that maybe I don't know. They they get, they had a ten seven game on Saturday night with the Red Wings. Are they finally going to get over the hump this year, Raúl? I don't think so. You want me to tell you why? I'll tell you why. Why is that? Yeah, uh, I don't think uh, the American people are beautiful people. They do many good things, you know. Uh, spies, bombs, bullets, uh, AKAs, you know, all of those b- b- beautiful things. Uh, southern women, Southern men, depends on your <laughs> attitude. Uh, but this guy, Austin Zodi Matthews, I don't think so. I don't think this guy, I think he plays for 82 games. I don't think he has a schedule for the playoffs. I don't think this guy has uh, the Tetotoron. Uh, I don't think he has the huevos, you know, the balls. Uh, I don't think he's a big, strong guy. He's got all kinds of skills and talents and shoots and puck and I'm beautiful. But uh, I don't think this guy's a playoff guy. And you know more than anybody on the planet, probably, that you want to win in the playoffs, you got to have some big cojones. <laughs> you got to have some shiny, big, scary cojones. You can't be afraid of nothing. And this guy, you know, well, I'm double team, I'm triple team, I can't score a goal. Fuck you. You got to put the puck in the net. You know what I'm talking about? I know what you're talking about. Yeah, just so, a little on the I soft that, side. That's why I, I think there's too much money on this one guy. I think, you know, we need a couple of more Jake Mossums on the ice. Uh, we maybe have to give a couple more peanut butter and banana sandwiches to uh, to the Mitch of the Manners. Uh, you know, he tries to grow a couple of pounds, uh, but he has lots of skills. I think there's some good things. I tell you something, the Spetsa Wetsa there, when he came over there, he, sh- he shocked me a little bit, you know? Because this guy I'm not a big fan of. This guy has bigger tits than my my, my abuelita, you know? So oh, he, he has no, he has no, uh, he has he, he has um, great hands, can't pass, can't see. He's blind as a bat. Uh, but, you know, he has great skill, but he's not very smart. Right. Uh, and, he, and his nickname, I heard from some good friends of mine, his nickname is Boobs. Really? Uh, and it's not for a good reason, <laughs> if you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Put it this way. He could never wear a one-piece. <laughs> right, right. Needs to yeah. work in a couple of push-ups, I guess. Yeah. Nah, perhaps something like that. Maybe a few less uh, donuts, Krispy Kreme, that kind of thing. 
All right, we got to go. But any uh, any message to the good listeners that that have missed you all these many months? I can tell you, nobody missed the listeners more than me. I uh, I, I I absolutely am the biggest uh, fan of the listeners. Uh, so I, I I can only say to them, I hope our paths will once again cross. And in the illustrious words of my father, you have killed my father. Prepare to die. <laughs> no, that's not what he said. That's not what he said. That was my mother. My father said, fresh horses for the men, to, for tonight we ride. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice. But Raul, it's wonderful to hear wonderful to hear your beautiful voice again. Oh, thank you, Raul. God bless you, man, and enjoy your weekend with Jimmy. Well, <laughs> if I make it. But thank you very much. <laughs> thank you to Raul. A surprise cameo visit. Cameo visit. He's rubbing off on me. A cameo visit from Raul. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for being with us today. Don't forget our website is stevewproject.com. Enjoy your day, and we'll talk to you again next time. Thanks for being with us on the SWP. Please subscribe today or support us on Patreon at stevewproject.com.